Hey y'all, it's another week. We're at the black. We're backstage at the Bluebird again, as we are every Friday, um, as we are constantly. Uh, I am Johnny Ellis, and with me, as always, is uh, Andrew Jones. Uh, hi, hi. Hello. Were you napping again? Yeah, it's having a nice snappy nap. Um, it's been. A, it's yeah. been. A, it was a very quiet Thursday, so I figured I got to sleep in. Yeah, I suppose so. No one came in all day. But hey, we're here. It's like they were, weren't even in Nashville. It's like uh, all of the people we knew had moved to, I don't know, Chicago or something. <laughs> well, yep, that is this week's episode. Um, we are discussing episode 12, 12. of season one. Um, I've been down that road before. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you've so watched it before, of course. I have. I've, and, and you have been down that road before now, technically. I've now been down that road once. Yeah, once before, so... Well, I'm not doing it again. You, well, we're technically doing it again. We're we're going to be discussing it. No, we we we're going to be forensically looking at the road. Forensically, but we're not we're not going back down that road as if we were thus getting in our car and continuing down the road a second time. We're just looking at the path we've been on. All right, I'll accept. Fine. I've been down um, that road once. 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 Uh, one of this is directed by Stephen Craig, who has done episode of, episodes of How to Get Away with Mother. Um, with Mother. Yeah, yeah I realised I said that one. And that is how on. Viola Davis famously says it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also directed episodes of uh, Chicago Fire. Remember in uh, uh, Suicide Squad <laughs> when she uh, wraps up her team's unit in whatever city and then she mudders them? Yes, I remember that. She uh, shot with a gun, um, one by one. Most he's done right. I'll do Gets it again. He's um he's directed episodes of How to Get Away with Mother, um yep. Chicago Fire, mm. uh, Grey's Anatomy, right? Uh, er, uh, er, yeah. um, and Doogie Ho- Doogie Howser, MD. Doogie Howser, uh, first of ten episodes. Yes. Um, he does his ten. first of ten episodes. Okay. Yep, of National. Half a season. It's yeah. Half a season's worth of show he's directed himself. Um, and it was written by Meredith Lavender and Marcy Ulin. Uh, both of them, it's their second episode, second of 13 episodes. Are they a team, uh, Meredith, usually? Yeah, it looks like it. Right, writing um, partners. Meredith Lavender uh, was also producer slash executive producer for 52 episodes of Nashville. Okay. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. And you'll never guess. Do you want to have a guess at where the title of the episode comes from? Now, it's I've been down that road before, right? Yes. Uh, is this some sort of sad, twinky-twonky 2010s art band? No, it is sad. Down the road before. It's and no more. It's, um, it's a song. Well, not a song. It's more of a recitation, recital, um, from Luke the Drifter, who was a pseudonym that's, for... That's with a DA, right? Luke the Drifter. Yeah. Okay. Luke the Drifter. Stop making fun of my word mouth. Now, on a chance, he's a rapper. <laughs> no, let me tell you, Tyler is a creator. <laughs> Charlemagne, he's the god, and Megan is the stallion. So, <laughs> but Luke is the drifter. The drifter. The fire, um, also known the fire. as Hank Williams. Ooh. Recorded uh, June first, Luke is not Hank. in Nashville. <laughs> Hank is not Luke, or sure. perhaps they are. You say fifty-one or sixty-one? Uh, Nineteen fifty-one, June first, uh-huh. in Nashville, um, and. Re- Released later in 1951, but okay. um, they don't have the actual date. Correct. Probably um, October, October 30th. Yeah, makes sense. Big Halloween bump. Um, well, uh, Hank Williams's uh, biographer Colin Escott, um, upon whose book the film is based, I saw the light, uh, which we won't talk about, um, <laughs> has said that uh, I've been down a, I've been down that road before. Yeah. It's perhaps the most directly biographical song he ever wrote and leaves us guessing at the incidents that inspired it. My name is Hank. I did a murder. I'll tell you where. 
I'll tell you how. <laughs> Incident one. I used a gun. Her body's buried down that road. So yeah, I've heard it before. Yeah, of course. Um, well, let's get into it. Uh, so we start off, we're in Chicago. We're not Chicago, in we're baby! In, we're in Chicago. We have uh, buildings, we store. have a river, we have bridges. We do. Not Jeff Bridges. Not Bow Bridges. Not Bow Bridges. Not Lloyd Bridges. <laughs> Are there any more bridges? Chicago Bridges. Chicago Bridges. Um, Juliet and Mayna's tour is going on. Um, they've got two nights in White Chicago. Lips, both red lips. Sold out. Yep. Uh, White Mike, Red Mike. Um, ah. Ah. Um, well, Juliet reckons, show, that, <laughs> Juliet reckons that uh, Mayna is pissed that Juliet invited Deacon on the tour. But she's not pissed. Why would she be pissed? Why? Why would Mayna be pissed? Uh, because it suggests that the uh, reaction that her husband might have, the fact that they he's got former ex, former partner, and former musician now on tour again, whilst their relationship's on rocky ground, might be uh, damaging to everything. So I, I, said, I guess that'd be why. But Raina said she's not pissed. Why would she be pissed? I think she's pissed. Yeah, I, th- um, I think I think you know Julia knows more about Raina than Raina, Raina knows about Raina. Also, the fact that uh, Raina apparently didn't make eye contact with Juliet at all during the flight. I mean, I like to have eye contact uh, with everyone I'm flying with. Obviously, they're, they're constantly looking at each other the entire flight, all the time. Co-pilot. Yep. Autopilot. Um, Cargo people. Parky had no idea uh, that mean? this was happening. Raina, Raina asks him again, even though Engine at the end of last week's episode, she asked him, did you hire... Fuel boys. Uh, Deacon. <laughs> um, Propeller squad. <laughs> you done? Tray table bed. <laughs> uh, Deacon, meanwhile, is uh, looking for his guitar. Um, Juliet tells him, you know, they have porters at this hotel. They take the ba- bags up to you. And he goes, yeah, I'm just looking for my gu- guitar. And he says, you've got some entourage here. And she says, well, it takes yeah. a lot of people to make a good show. And do you know what he comes back with? Well, Johnny Cash only needed three. Who? Johnny Cash only needed three to make uh, a Johnny good Cash, show. Johnny Cash, is he one of uh, Hank Williams' friends? He, uh, do you know? I don't... I, he sung a fair amount of Hank Williams songs. He released an album of Hank oh, Williams songs. so it's like, uh, this is how you do it, Hank. Was that the yes. Yeah, yeah. Um... But um, yeah, so Johnny Cash only needed three, whereas Juliet needs an entire entourage. Okay, right. Um, but what's wrong with having a, a drama and a turtle and an E and true. a Scott Kahn? True. I suppose so. But um, it's just nice to Johnny Cash's player. name. Um, uh, so, you know, an Ari. <laughs> well, meanwhile, uh, Glenn is telling Juliet that uh, she's Annoyed. got all the bad press behind her. Her mum is out of the public eye and she's finishing, finishing her rehab. Um, the tour is going to close the deal on getting the um, Juliet's brand back on track and getting Juliet back to where she was. Now, what's the well, last what... time you've had a problem with someone having the brand on their back? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the next documentary. That's not on their back, though. Where is it? Mm. Uh, well, maybe watch it and find out for yourself. Oh, I made a vow not to. <laughs> it was that I'll do this podcast, so be grateful I chose this one. <laughs> Um, well, Juliet is wondering if uh, what if that's not what she wants at all. Sure. What if she doesn't want uh, her brand back on track, and she doesn't want to be back where she was before. What if she wants to grow. God forbid. I don't understand what. Well, maybe we'll understand as we go through the episode. Probably not. But so now you should explain. <laughs> I don't want to ruin anything just yet. But perhaps, I am uh... assuming nothing's going to happen, so I need you to explain what. The right, the two right, the writing partnership meant that one non sequitur. Well, I feel like Juliet wants to grow, wants to expand. Like with a rack, with a rack, and just stretch her out a little yes, bit. Are yeah. Talking? No, I feel like she wants to grow emotionally and um, and professionally. Perhaps she doesn't want to be the uh, the pop star that she is known around the world as. But the thing about pot stars is they don't... They never stop they, stopping. They never stop never stopping, I think you'll find. <laughs> never stop never stopping. Sorry. Um, well, now we have... Thanks um, for hopping on me. <laughs> well, now we have uh, an awkward uh, encounter with 
uh, Raynor and Deacon in the elevator. Oh, she pushes his buttons, my friend. She really does. Um, he just rushes out for, you know, they don't really talk this time. Um, but there's a lot of elevate awkward elevator um, scenes in this. I thought there was no uh, music in this show. That's the one true. thing you have with elevators in yeah. America is you want that, uh, you know, Spanish flea playing tinnily. But mm. it should be wrong song playing tinnily, and that'd be fun. Well, hey, now we're back in Nashville. What? Um, because we're finally Gunner in Nashville, is... the show. Yep. Um, Gunner is uh, fixing Scarlet's waste disposal in the kitchen, which yeah. is always a weird thing, isn't it? We don't have that at all over here, do we? I mean, or is it in rich houses? Probably maybe? in rich houses. People have it everywhere if they yeah. can afford it. Yeah, it's yeah. just a weird thing. It is. Um, well, he's fixed it. Um, and they're talking about last night. They sounded good when they were playing with uh, Avery with band. JT. Yeah. With JT. They don't mention the rest of the band. They say with JT. JT in the band. Yeah, they don't really give the band um, any other. It's like the rest of them don't have names and aren't, yeah. aren't, aren't you know performers in the show as much as they are extras who happen to play instruments. Oh. Yeah, interesting. They should count themselves lucky. Um, um, well, um, he, he's got problems with his roommates. Oh no, they're um, they're, they're they're just messing with him. They've drawn a turtle. Was it a turtle? No. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, it reminds him who he is in the group. He's and... not Vince, he's not Drama, <laughs> he's not Eric, he's and not Scarlet. Aaron. Scarlet's he's not got Scott <laughs> he's not sometimes Perry Gilpin, he's not Lloyd. <laughs> um, Scarlet's got um problems of, of her own because she's uh behind he's on her rent. <laughs> she's behind on her rent. On her rent. Um, the landlord's come come by to pick it up, but she's um she still doesn't have it, and he says, "Well, you've got two days to give it to me, or he's gonna have to find new tenants." So looks like oh, Scarlet's looks like Scooter's gonna be uh, homeless. Are you happy? Scooter. I said the word. I am very I said happy. Name. When I wrote those these notes, I put Scooter. It's all your fault. The, an idea is like a virus. <laughs> um, well, Raina is now... Uh, well, we're back in uh, Chicago now. Raina oh. is on the phone to Teddy to explain that Deacon's uh, there for Juliet, not for her. It's not but about she did see Deacon before. Yeah. Well, she did see Deacon before. She has, she has seen him recently, and she admits she saw him, but it was out of concern. Because he, they've been friends for twenty years. Um, you would think Theodore would understand this kind of situation well, because he's got a friend that he sees a lot. Yeah, so he should really Teddy's, understand this kind of thing. Teddy's being a bit bitchy right now because he goes. Theodore oh, is Theodore is a hundred percent the ultimate bitchy bitch. He says you didn't know you didn't plan life's a bitch. You're processing. Have we covered it all? Goodbye and hangs up. I, mean, I don't like his use. Not, he is not happy. Which is understandable, you know. He's, yeah, his name's he's all the way in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> he's all the way in Nashville. She's all the way in Chicago. He doesn't know what's going on. Um, hey, of course you know what happens in Chicago. Stays in Chicago. Uh, well, in 2011, the Transformers have to uh, fight each other for an hour and ten minutes of tedium. <laughs> um, well, Avery, uh, we're back yeah. in Nashville again. Hey! Now, then. Um, Belmont, Belmont has called and they want him back in spring to perform again okay um, the crew from uh star towns is going to be following him they're going to be making a tv show about him about musicians show, sharing the cities they love i love they usually have one star and one upcoming act on every show great he's going to be the upcoming act oh yep. he's going to be upcoming okay i imagine so he's not a star well, yet is he? the thing about the upcoming is usually they only have like uh five minutes out of the half hour show mm. and usually it's just a quick walk and talk with a microphone in, in shot awkwardly and then some b-roll footage that's pretty much it then the rest of the 25 minutes is a really well-crafted well-honed <laughs> stars out town you know uh, they have they usually have a um, lav mics in fact and a mic pack and they don't just get b-roll they get the artist 
really integrating with the town they grew up in or they love or they focus on and how they are within the town and not just like some B-roll footage of random parts they can intercut from one very short interview they would do like the up and comer gets so I'd say 25 minutes of a really good show five minutes of a meandering emptiness that's usually what Star Tours is like oh right so they won't focus on it much more than that no no just a little mention of it yeah just like Um, a tip I really want to watch him mention now. Um, Have you seen his Star well, Avery... <laughs> No. He's Would his Star Town be in Australia or in, no. or in England? No, it's none of them. Where is it? It's Uganda. Uganda? Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would no, have thought? No one would have thought. He just wanted to get fly out there for free. Uganda it cost them the budget me. of the whole series. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Um, it was an all upper cover series after that because they just couldn't afford the big stars. Well, well, Avery's not really listening about uh, all this uh, Star Town show and what because he's uh, busy. He's busy uh, searching Scarlet's name online because he's not over her. But when I search um, Scarlet's name online, I get a lot of great pictures. Is he looking at pictures? <laughs> no, he's not looking at pictures. He's looking up for news because she's playing tonight. Oh, really? Um, is it time Marilyn, to light the lights? <laughs> Marilyn just tells him to get over it. I mean, that's a fair assessment. Marilyn's pretty good at this. She kind of is. You know, she's she's no nonsense kind of gal. I feel like, you know, there's, no, there's a reason why she's successful. Mark. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Raina is singing Already Gone on stage. Um, Deacon is backstage. Back in, we're back in uh, Chicago again. Right. Back and forth. Chicago, Nashville, Chicago, Nashville. Yeah, they should call um, it Chicago, Nashville. Uh, Deacon is backstage. He's Getting through all the dances, like trying to um, work as well. First thing we see, see. Well, Top of the Sky oh, doing yeah, some yeah. weird breathing and stretches. Yeah, and you're it's thinking, all the dances. You, but that's the first guy we see. You're thinking, like, what's Deacon up to? What, what, what's he yeah. walking into? And then suddenly we see a couple of other dancers with more clothes <laughs> on stretching. You're like, oh, I get it. It's a thing. <laughs> but at first off, it's like, is Deacon just watching a guy do things? Has he gone to like a, 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 a club? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I'm okay with this. Well, he he think he feels like it. It's feels like a big Vegas show. He's sure. getting used to all the glitter. And now we see Juliet is singing "I'm a Girl" on stage. And she's is got, she a girl? still got that red microphone. She is a girl. Now, which is she a girl or is she just a performer who's dancing around a lot with a bunch of other performers? Because I'd say she's more of a performer than a gender. Gender's a construct. Right. Performer is uh, <laughs> a uh, incentive. Well, what, did you, career what, did you, what did you think of the song? Have you heard the song before? I don't I've not heard the song before. The song no. is very bland, poppy. The performance yeah. is weird. Yeah, but like you know, it's it's setting up the whole thing of Judy that wants to uh, to grow as a yeah, it, as an act. She doesn't she want to be doing this kind of stuff anymore. Kind of mid-level Taylor, Miley Cyrusy kind of stuff. Yeah, well, back in the je- in the, her dressing room, um, yeah. she's not happy. She says it was not a performance because Glenn comes in and c- congratulates her. It was a great performance. She says well, was it, it? it wasn't a performance. It was an act. There was nothing artistic about wind machines and smoke. You know? Which is incorrect. And she's, she says, because what if I... Movies gone? are based on wind machines and smoke, and that's artistic. Is that all movies are based on? Yeah, I've been to 4DX. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, yeah, fair enough. There's lightning in that, isn't it, at least? Oh, it's very, very frightening, me. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, well, she's wondering what if her band isn't so perfect anymore. Um, well, I mean, after she got uh, told off for her way of shopping, yeah, her <laughs> band isn't so perfect anymore. You're still standing by that? Yeah. All right, let me give you one more chance, and we'll discuss it a bit more nail later. Polish fall, nail polish fall through basket. Okay. Especially, especially pay, pay out anyway. Have okay. to put it in proper place, secure place, maybe pocket, maybe bag. Okay. It's how I do. It's how I do. It's how Juliet do. Me in the bars. <laughs> well, Glenn says uh, fans are fickle. They're not going to stick with you if you change. So uh, if he says fans are fickle, they're not going to stickle with you <laughs> if you chinkle. Um, Which is like, that's, well, and, that's not how you say change. Juliet, Juliet's. Uh, She'd get some multi-million dollar bat if she takes the left turn now. It could go and she could go into obscurity. It's yeah, probably like, not the uh, best idea. 
you know that 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 one performer who you know the the one who that one yeah uh, yeah what's so the name be careful yeah yeah um with the song the one with the song oh was it yeah yeah oh boy you remember this well yeah <laughs> um well Raina's now backstage she's um thanking our new guitar player she's got a new guitar player called adria or adrian or adria um but she's got a different energy about her but yeah reckons uh Raina misses the little riff that was in the front of uh already gone which was so she asks deacon to talk to adria about it uh and oh by the way what are you doing here <laughs> She says it's a little awkward that you're here, you know. Uh, so Deacon says, "All right, don't worry. I'll, I'll try to stay out of your way." So they're not going to each other in, in an elevator anymore. No, because that was weird and awkward. And if they are, she's not going to speak to him because she's already said it's a bit awkward. Yeah, and he's not going to speak to him because, you know, he's trying to stay out of her way. <laughs> he certainly won't try and open the doors as they're closing to get into an elevator, which he's. Probably just seen her go into, surely. No, that's the kind of stuff yeah. only uh, a madman would do. Yes. Um, and hey, now we've got the title. We're in Nashville. Or Chicago. Oh, or Nashville. Well, yeah, exactly. It's very confusing. Yeah. It, tells us one it thing is very confusing. Definitively another. That's, that's what's good about this show. It keeps you questioning. It's like Lost and Twins Peaks. Yes, yes, exactly. <sighs> they, can, they all come hand in hand. Nashville is a movie. It is. It is indeed. Six season movie. Um, well, now uh, Gunner and Scarlet are playing One Works Better on stage with Avery's band and JT. Um, yes. They are not Avery's band no more. Oh, no. They're, they're fired. Scar- them. Scarlet and Gunner's band. Yeah, yeah, Scarlet and Gunner band and JT. And JT. <laughs> In brackets underneath. Um, not, many, and not, many people, <laughs> not many people are paying attention to them now. Um, and a bunch of people in the back play an air horn. Turns out they're Gunner's roommates. Oh, there's boys. Sharpie ready. Oh, there's boys. You know what? They're jokers. Lads, lads, lads. But they're not practical. Yeah. Because an air horn is not a practical thing to bring into a venue. Yeah, it really isn't. Uh, And one of them Um, was holding a coffee cup close to everybody so they could hear each other. Well, the band made $144 for the night. That's not so bad. Which means Scarlet made $24. So that's oh. not going to cover the rent. But she's going to figure out figure it out. She's not going to borrow money from... If she puts that in her investment and then uh, travels through time and then picks up the investment and then travels back in time... That'd be good. Uh, yeah. That'd probably sort you out. Get some interest yeah. on that shit. Well, hey, anyway, we're back in uh, Chicago again. Um, Raina is meeting it's weird to be in the north. Waddy White. Yeah, Waddy White. Meeting, meeting Waddy White. Uh, Gosh, she's... he's come back from Albuquerque all the way to Chicago. <laughs> she... She's told him that Marshall Evans has agreed to give her her own label, uh, with the caveat being that she brings a couple of acts that he wants. To break. A label? You mean yep. an imprint? An imprint. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um. So. She needs to have a couple of new acts that, uh, for the label to break in. How um, many of these so acts she... are going to be real? And how many are going to be just her with some funny names? Maybe. Well, one real act is those kids uh, at the Bluebird that Waddy White um, saw one, one night. No, I've good, been at the Bluebird for a while, but I don't remember good the kids being weeks here. Ago. We, don't, we don't have kids here. We actively avoid it after the whole yeah. Epstein situation. Yes, Jesus. You mentioned that. Well, um, I'm sorry, he's on our logs. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to practice your whittling on those logs with that face? I just, I don't understand it. I thought, um, you know what? He's got a face for logs. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, she says to Watty, Why, um, what about those, those two kids that you saw at the Bluebird? They're two young adults, but they're kids, according to Raina. Right. Um, and she finds out that one of them was Scarlet. Scarlet O'Connor, Deacon's niece. And what? what he says, if you don't sign them, someone else will. Oh, they're that good. They're that good. 
That's how good they are. How good? Nope. That good. And not nepotistic? Nope. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to sneeze. Okay. Do that um, nope. Okay. Strangely enough, no. Um, good boy. <laughs> thank you. I feel like calling your daddy there. <laughs> I miss daddy. We haven't seen him in a while. Well, we see um, Theodore. Theodore is a father. Well, speaking of Theodore, Teddy bumps into Peggy. Uh, he's out getting coffee. He still has to pay. Theodore bumps into Margaret. Yep. Thank um, you. <laughs> he still he still has to pay for coffee because he's just uh, mayor he's, elect. He's just mayor elect. He's not quite got there yet. They're not doing no. a transition. Michael <laughs> Payos insisted that Nashville will have an easy transition to the second <laughs> term. They're recounting the votes of Colvin. What if? Stopped counting in the votes. I can't remember which way again. Oh boy! Um, you know what? There's some ballots. All the networks were talking about it. All the networks. All the networks. All the networks. God. Um, uh, well, he apologises to uh, Peggy. He says, you know, he never meant the campaign to hurt anyone. He got into it to fix things, but he feels like it's only made things worse. He's cleaning out his closet. And um, and Peggy drops a couple of hints that maybe she left her husband. Uh, yeah, she goes, you Theodore, you see my finger? Notice something different about it? Notice where the <laughs> ring was? And look at this. See this marriage license? See it's torn up? And look at this. See my heart? See it's written Theodore on it? <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she's keeping it vague. But my favourite magazine really is vague. I can't remember what the line is. He asks her, like, are you, what are you trying to tell me? And she goes, what do you think I'm trying to tell you? <laughs> and then just keep asking each other questions. Oh, oh no, um, she says, uh, I've got a limousine. Let's consummate this. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> um, well, Juliet and Deacon. Um, Juliet and Deacon. Why have I written that in my notes? Scarlet and Deacon. Jesus. Well, let's think about Juliet and Deacon for a moment. Nice. Moving on. Hot. Uh, Scar- <laughs> Scarlet and Deacon are writing uh, Consider Me. Um, Wait, why no, is Scarlet and Deacon writing? Oh, oh God, my mind's all over the place. Why is Scarlet and Deacon writing? That's, that's cute. I'd I like, read... You know what, Uncle Niece songwriting duo? That's cute. I read Juliet and Gunner. And I was like, why did I put Juliet and Gunner? It's obviously Scarlet and Gunner. Because Gunner and Deacon are the same person in my head sometimes. Uh, that's Can we start again? That cannot be... <laughs> that is indefensible. <laughs> Let me start again. Juliet and Deacon... I'm writing a new song called Consider Me. Um, the label's going to hate it because it's not her brand. Um, yeah, she doesn't want to be... There's the N-word being thrown yeah. around, which is really out of place. It's really weird. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, just using the word Nashville all the time when you're in Chicago. <laughs> just racist, really. Because um, we all know that Nashville's a race. Um, but... <laughs> Juliet uh, doesn't want to be in the, the girl in the sparkly gown and smoke billowing around her anymore. I what don't, don't decides... understand this. Why not? Well, what if she decides to walk away from being that girl and no one else goes with her? Well, Deacon says there's thinking about doing something and then there's just doing it. So, well, Deacon, Juliet of course, keeps works about with it. Nike for the nine <laughs> on yes. a couple of brands. Um, well, now Teddy uh, is with Peggy in the car. He's given her a, a ride home because, you know, home was really far away from her. Theodore, was, the mayor of Uber. It was 300. 300, is that in the hundreds? Right. 300 miles? Kilometers? Light years? 300 yards. But still hundreds. In the oh, hundreds. So, enough, so enough to give you uh, three warnings of a turnoff coming up? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think in motorway terms, obviously. <laughs> motorway is a place where if you're the back of a limousine, you can consummate a marriage. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> she uh, she tells Teddy, you know what I see in front of me right now is I see a proud, smart, hard-working man who deserves happiness. It's a good job and she's not driving. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> and he shouldn't have to work so hard to try and make someone love you. And they have a little kiss. What? They have a little kiss. But when you say little kiss, like a peck on the cheek, a nice little um, friendly... No. How do you do? Little big kiss. Big little kisses? Big, big. 
is a big kiss. And Scott Reese Witherspoon, big little kisses. And Teddy starts it. Theodore. Theodore. I don't know. You wouldn't see Alvin doing that. Simon would just about get away with that, but Theodore <laughs> the baby chipmunk. Well, hey, now we're going to be watching the uh, the filming of Star Towns with Avery. I was glad uh, to see some backstage on this one. It's good to see some BTS. Yes. Um, oh, have you seen BTS's Star Towns, by the way? No. <laughs> Trying to Where get all that? nine of them to speak very, very... Um, that was in, weirdly, Okinawa. Oh, strange. Yes, just... They say, do you know what? We're going to go to a place we've never been. Again, they were doing the Tim Mincher thing. Let's go to a place we've never been and let's have them pay for it. <laughs> this is why Star Towers doesn't I mean... exist anymore. There was two seasons where they just had to, ca- they just used all their budget of flying <laughs> one person to Uganda and then flying nine people to Okinawa. Where would you go? If Star, if Star Towers asked to, to, to profile you, where would you take them? When, when are they asking me? Now. Oh, uh, all right. I, uh, I'd ask them to no, uh, take no me carefully around my house <laughs> remotely, obviously. No, now, but there's no COVID and, and you can safely go outside. Oh, the moon. Any, the moon. <laughs> but not the part you're thinking of where you've got the rover and the footprint. All right. The part where you can find uh, Sentinel Prime. Right. You know, from the opening of Transformers 3, Dark of the... Oh, yeah. Who, who doesn't know that? <laughs> when, um... when, when Nixon confirms that they've, they're in the Dark of the Moon, they've got five minutes without broadcast, they can quickly drop all the pretense of the science, and Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin can then continue their actual mission, which is to live report this possible Transformer on the Moon, which they do. <laughs> that is how that film opens. Um, well, Avery has taken Star Towns to his old house. Which is Scarlet's house. Um, well, where is it? Well, it's now Scarlet's house because ah, she's okay. home. Because I, I um, thought it was like the, the Avery Barkley house. No, no. It was, it was the Avery Barkley house. Now it's the Scarlet and Gunner house. Well, now it's the Scarlet house. Maybe it's the Scarlet and Gunner house soon. Um, Scarlet's home. Is it, is it going to be confrontational? Is it going to be buffetational? Well, she... She uh she peers out the house and she sees there's a camera crew and there's her ex boyfriend so she comes out the house and she uh she said she called him about uh, the money that she he owes her because she's still struggling to pay the rent yeah uh, and he owes her money because she covered his part of the rent recently well yeah. before he left before he left and that's why she called him to come over she didn't call him to come over and bring a bloody film crew with her is she with impressed him. with the film crew though she's, she's not. She's not. I would. Think. She thinks he's pathetic. And that's all she says. And just walks off. Does she pull his nipple hairs out? Yes. Does I mean, they're already pulled out. Oh, really? For the camera? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, now we've got another awkward elevator moment with uh, Rainer and Deacon in Chicago. Um, she says hello. She tries to talk to uh, Deacon about Scarlet and Garner. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't say a word to her, and as soon as the door's open, he runs out. He doesn't run, but he's, he's already walking up. Oh, yeah, the door yeah. Doors are open. Dust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, no, does, you can't... Deacon and Gunner, are they kind of, you know, in a group chat at this point, do you reckon? Maybe. Does he even have his number in the phone? I don't think he respects Gunner that much to even have his contact details. Yeah, you're probably right. He needs to speak if he ever needs to speak to Gunner, he'd do it through Scarlet. And you know what? He'll enjoy that because he gets to spend time talking yeah. to his wonderful niece first, and that's a good what excuse. What he doesn't enjoy is standing in an elevator with uh, his ex girlfriend, Raina James, the most who, popular country star outside of Nashville, who said it was awkward that he was there and he was trying to respect her wishes by not making it, you know, he, he was gonna avoid her, yeah. Keep keep his distance from her. But now she wants something from him. Yeah. Again. She can't have it both ways. I've put in my notes here, make up your mind, Raina. Honestly. She can't have it every way she wants it. That's the way she needs it, every way she wants it. <laughs> well, now we are at the Bluebird. Woo! Yay! Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Thursday really hit me hard. 
Yeah. It's a crap um, night in Nashville. Well, Gunner's got problems with his roommate still, and air horns at 3 a.m. Um, so Scarlett suggests, why don't you come and live with me? Uh, she's just got, uh, she's got rules. He yeah, can't walk around the kitchen naked. Rules. What? And she won't, yeah, he can't walk around the kitchen naked, because that's what Avery used to do all the time, I imagine. I mean, and she I can't play banjo in the shower. Him? Oh, I'd like to see her play banjo in the shower. No, that's... I'd also like to see Steve Martin play banjo in the shower. I like seeing banjos. That would be pretty good. Um, banjos are a cool well, instrument. Sophia Stevens plays one. Kiff and Deliverance plays one. Um, well, Gunnar says, well, what if I want to bring a girl home? And she says, yeah, you can. You know, if I want to bring a guy home, I'll bring a guy home. Yeah, um, why can't she bring I... a girl home? <laughs> and he says, what if I want to bring two girls home? And she says, you keep living in that, that fantasy land. And walks away. Um, has um, he Gunner's tattoo? <laughs> Tattoo's always... Tattoo. Uh, around, oh, it's totally um, a tattoo. He, he has definitely got that inked. It was so cool. It was well, it was well drawn. Well, now we're back in Chicago again. And Juliet is going on stage. But she's not got Speaking her wardrobe of she's, Stevens. <laughs> she's just wearing normal clothes. She's not wearing any glitter. and No sparkles. No sparkles. No, she's just, you know, very underdressed. But how's, um, the, how's that going to work for the dance moves she has to pull off? She walks on stage. She grabs the stool. She grabs the stool. stool. Yep. Um, and she invites Deacon up to sing. Well, she says, I want to invite Deacon up uh, onto the stage. He's already on stage. I think. Well, invites him upstage. Upstage, right. Because right. they are the backing band, and that's they become part of the performance if they step over halfway. They're below the line. Yeah. She wants him to be above the line. She's well, going to make him above the title as well. Well, Glenn, called, you know. Glenn, uh, <laughs> Deacon Claiborne's red lips, white lips to <laughs> Glenn reckons that uh, Juliet's having a breakdown. Um, but Juliet decides to sing uh, Consider Me. With Deacon, yeah. What did you think of this? This is wonderful. This is stripped down and calm and sweet. Yeah, my kind of music. Yeah, it's nice. Um, well, Watty's uh, on the side of the stage with uh, with Raina, and he says it's weird to see uh, Deacon playing with someone else, isn't it, Raina? Raina, remember when you used to play with Deacon, and now he's not playing with you, Raina. Hey, this Raina. is when he nudges her with his elbow like five times a yeah. minute, right? Yeah, yeah, and tries to shove her onto the stage. Shouldn't you be playing with Raina? Raina! <laughs> remember you used to be that young, Raina? Raina, Raina, remember you? Young? You? <laughs> I mean, Jesus, way to rub it in, eh? <laughs> um, her, what is going to do? What is going to in... do? Yeah. Um, now... <laughs> now we're back in Nashville. And Teddy and Peggy are in bed together. And what have Wait, they just done? Margaret and Theodore. Margaret and Theodore. I've, in bed I've, together. I've, I've heard of being upstage, but being below covers. Yeah. Yeah. I've not heard um, of that ever. No one's ever done that, so it's very weird. Well, no time to dwell on that now because uh, Juliet's back in her dressing room. Um, is she a Glenn bit? is. No. Glenn is not happy, though. Um. A reviewer from the Chicago Tribune uh, live tweeted the whole song. Uh, well, tweets don't matter. Gene Siskel. Juliet says. Sorry? Is this Gene Siskel? Maybe. You give a thumbs up. Don't think so. Oh, no. She looks at the uh, tweets and he, she, she said that uh, Juliet's a manufactured pop tart. Hashtag fail Juliet. She should stick to sequence and pyrotechnics and to hide the fact that she's not an artist. Hashtag want my money back. You think he paid? I don't think. No. Well, I don't think he paid. I think maybe the Chicago Tribune did pay. Yeah. To get in there and then you know made a deal with a PR team to then have a uh, magazine cover special. Well, well Juliet's not happy, and uh, Glenn says, you know, don't shut me out of big decisions next time. Um, she just orders everyone to get out of her dressing room. She's got to deal with this angrily on her own. Please, thank you. Um, Not the Tribune, I'm a sometimes guy Ebert forever Well now Raina has decided uh, She wants to set up a meeting With Gunnar and Scarlet <clears throat> um, Okay She hasn't sorted the uh, 
the mess Catering. with her and Deacon now. Yeah. Oh, right. But uh, but Waddy White reckons that the distance between her and Deacon is a good thing. We'll see. The distance isn't that far because they're both in Chicago. True, I suppose. Uh, the distance between I her think you and meant Theodore. emotional distance. Um, I think Waddy White knows what emotions are. Speaking of Deacon, uh, Glenn's turned up at the bar where Deacon has sat at a bar with a big glass of ice water because he's a good boy. Could be seltzer. Um, we don't know. Could be. Could be. Is. Definitely not, not vodka. Could be lemonade. That's what he says. Could anyway. be English says it's definitely not vodka. That's what he says. Yeah, um, fuck him. Vodka buzz. Um, well, Glenn, Glenn's, trying, Glenn's trying to blame Deacon uh, for what Juliet just did. Um, cool. He says, stop trying to fill Juliet as your replacement for Raina. And he basically tells, well, not basically, he does tell Deacon to stay in his lane. Mm-hmm. And his and lane does little Z on a highway in a limousine with Juliet Barnes <laughs> consummating their marriage. Yes, yeah. that's the only way to consummate marriage. That's, um, that's legally the only way Nashville Indians yes. are allowed to. Yeah, um, and it's always the same. That's why I'm going to get married three times next week? <laughs> um, well, now we've got another awkward elevator moment with you'll never guess. Oh, can Maybe I guess? Deacon. Oh. Oh, go on. Sorry, guess. No, it's too late. Time's over. Um, I was going to say Emilio Estevez at the top of the elevator. I think Mission Impossible. <laughs> that was pretty awkward. No, that was awkward. He gets it in his eyes. Um, well, Reyna just turns to him and says, you know, what are you doing on this tour? And Deacon responds by uh, moving in and kissing her. <gasps> he tries to stop him and he says, no, no, he's done talking. So they have a little make-out sesh. Um, the door's open and he just it? leaves. Oh, there's no one at, at, the, at the doors, uh, he just leaves and he leaves. Could uh, be an invisible man, we don't know. Maybe, maybe anything happens in Chicago. Um, could be the Smurfs. Well, Gunner and Scarlet are moving in together now. Um, Gunner's moving into Gunner's moving into Scarlet's bedroom as a Ooh. as her mum thought it was, but it was actually Avery's guitar storage room. Um, where he and slept Avery turns up. Yes. Um, well, where did he go to sleep? He slept in Avery's room. It's very strange. It's very confusing. He switched over. Yeah. Uh, Avery's turned up uh, to make peace, and he's got the money he owes uh, Scarlet. How can um, Avery and Scarlet ever consummated their love in the back of a limousine on the of highway? Course. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, but uh, he admits he did want to share the TV crew success with. Uh, Scarlet. Um, he thought he hoped that she'd be uh, in first, and he hoped they'd still be friends. And still, this is where Gunner thinks, "Oh, I'll, I'll walk into the room now." Um, he, this is when he walks in naked from the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, um, "Well, Avery, Avery kind of looks and he says, oh, I see how it is.' He says, but first you take my band.' Scarlet took his band, not yeah. Gunner." That's a Scarlet O'Hara job. Um, first you take my band, and now you take my woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> woman. Property. Um, and Avery says, you know, you didn't ever deserve her. You, you, I, I understand you're feeling bad about what happened and, you know, that you're with your new manager, girlfriend thing <laughs> going on. You feel bad about that, but you didn't, you never deserved Scarlet. And they have a little fight. A tussle, you might say. A tussle. They, all, they both get uh, a punch in the face, right? And then uh, Avery leaves. Uh, do they get one punch in the face, or does Gunner bring out the big gunners? He brings out the big gunners. I'm pretty sure he does a couple of good yeah. whacks. Like, wow. Oh, well, Avery started it. Oh, yeah, Avery starts it, but he's like yeah. a kid who pushes up against you know, Jackie Chan. And Jackie Chan's like, actually, <laughs> I'm going to smack your face in a bunch of times because I'm Jackie Chan, famous child monster. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. That's what the spy next door was about, right? Yeah. He's yeah. going there and he's going to be killing all the children next door. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, well, Juliet is at home. Um, she's um, reading reviews and uh, Twitter. Um, her assistant comes in and she says she loved her song. Um, no, she's but, uh, she's yes, woman. 
that she loves that she was brave enough to do it. And she says, don't stop looking at Twitter. Um, try YouTube instead, because this video has got 100,000 views in two hours. And, and that video is, of course, of Joe Rogan talking to Alex Jones about the false flags. And the video. Uh, Sandy Hook <laughs> was fake actors. Jesus. Really? And he's still allowed so what to do it. Talk about? That's what oh that's God. what. Um, well, no, fortunately, the video. That no, because it's only 100,000 views, it's not 2.5 million. <laughs> Uh, the video that uh, she showed Juliet is, um, is the video of uh, the song that she performed just last night. And it's got 100,000 views. So the fans like it. Wait, which fans? Um, or, or one fan likes it and has watched it 100,000 times. Could be. Could be. It could be well, uh, leave Britney alone situation. Raina, Raina's back in her hotel room and she's texted Deacon and she says, do you want to talk? Come to Penthouse One, PH One. Um, I thought it's PH exclamation mark. I thought she no, was talking about the acid alkaloid scale. Maybe, maybe. Um, well, there's a knock on the door, so she goes to answer it. Wow, oh. who's at the door? Hold up a second. No, there was not. That's that's can't be before the, the moment when Deacon receives the text. Oh no, Deacon's received the text. He's looked at it. Okay, but the, then, we uh, have to we have to remind you that the text noise he gets is a continual buzzing of his phone like it's being rang and he looks at it and it looks a bit more like it's a screenshot of a text page rather than the actual text page itself because it's slightly thinner than it would be on the screen i think his yeah. phone is broken and i think he needs some money to get a new phone because it's busted <laughs> well maybe it's a phone for famous people oh famous people have bad phones maybe okay um who's at the door is it Deacon? Is he already there? It's Teddy. Theodore. Teddy's turned up. Theodore's Deacon there. is just down the corridor. He sees it and he kind of holds back. And he finds out what's going on. And He's, he's ready for a threesome. Teddy goes, <laughs> Teddy goes inside the room. Meanwhile, Juliet um, has decided she wants to put Consider Me and Undermine on a new album. Right, cool, um, good choices. Yeah. This is the kind of choice someone would make if they're, you know, a stable she, she adult says, who knows how to, I don't know, shop properly. <laughs> she, says, she says she's not the same uh, girl she was. Oh. She's, she's growing and, you know, look at what she's been through. Her mum's gone to rehab. Um, she's consummated marriage in the back of the limousine. Hmm. And she says she stole, uh, she stole um, nail polish. She says it herself. So, well, but she, I technically, she kind of accidentally did steal it because she forgot to pay for uh, it. She I, put I it, put it to you. Did she steal the um, the nail polish? She had a moment that time <laughs> accidentally when she forgot. To no, no. Yes or no question. Yes or no question. Did right? she did steal she the nail polish that time? Steal, did she steal the nail polish? Yes, she she did steal she it. Did. Okay, right. she okay. ultimately did walk out the store with it. <laughs> But the the, hand, the <laughs> handling of the no, nail polish. Either, right, there's, there's two choices here. Either she stole the nail, po nail polish or what she just said is a lie. Okay, right. No, but you're, what, you're, you're, what you're trying so to say she's is a thief, that... She's a thief or a liar. Which one is it? That instance was thievery, but the concept <laughs> of how to handle the nail polish was correct and if she stayed in the store for the rest of her life she would never have stolen the nail polish she would have just handled the nail polish correctly as right. a consumer that's the thing she that one time had, had a blip and forgot I where she had, had the nail polish and thus she wasn't in the basket with all the stuff she was buying and then she forgot to put it down in front of the shopkeeper to get paid for but if she didn't do that if she did remind herself that it was in the pocket because it was nail polish. Fine. This is a long walk. It's not My a God. long walk. It's 300 yards. I, I, I honestly thought you'd finally give, give up by now, but never mind. Try shopping for nail polish, you'll understand. <laughs> oh, Real Harry Styles. There's no masculinity left. She's, she's grown up and the audience is willing to grow up with her. She, they've given her for, for stealing, which she just admitted to. Um, At one time. <laughs> well, now uh, Scarlett is cleaning up Gunner, making sure he's, he's, all, uh, he's all clean after that fight. He's, he's a bit bloody and angry. 
and Avery's gone back home, uh, and he's all bloody. And um, he uh, he tells I forgot a name. Who is what is her name? Um, the Marilyn. He tells Marilyn uh, to drop me as a client. There's got to be a wet, better way than this. And he takes his bag and he walks out of the house. Um, well, now we're back with Teddy and Rena. He's talking to Rena and he says uh, he wants a divorce. And that's that. From Nashville as, like, mayor, he wants to divorce his political... No, he wants to divorce or... Rena. Romantically? Yep. As in, he doesn't want to be a husband anymore. Can we get a recount of the votes after this <laughs> happens so that maybe Coleman can take the uh, mayoral race since he is in maybe. a good relationship with a wonderful person and a good person <laughs> himself and a sponsor of those who need? Maybe. And dirty tricks are done dirt cheap. <laughs> so, uh, Theodore. Theodore is, is now. Pile Doo doo. I don't like him. He's going to become a divorcee. And that is episode 11. Divorce Daddy of Nashville. <laughs> I should have called it that, but strangely enough, Hank Williams never caught, never sang a song called that. Well, no, I assume that's what they were going to retitle the whole show to, where they fear it to Theodore as the focus of the Did whole I say show. That? Did I say that's left with episode 11? That's episode 12. Sorry, episode 12. Yeah, that's, we got to that's episode. all of episode. That is episode 12. Uh, I've been down that road before. And what did you make of it? it? What did you make of that road? Bumpy? Full of of potholes? Full of awkward elevator encounters. And if you're in the back of a limousine whilst you're going down that road, you know what? You just consummated a marriage. And and let us know. There's many ways you can let us know. You can email us at bluebirdpod at homeworld.com. You you can uh, send us a picture on Instagram at bluebirdpod. Um, send us pictures, videos, messages on Facebook. I would love to see uh, Facebook.com slash Bluebird Pod. Um, or you can tweet us at Bluebird underscore pod. That's Tell us your Juliet Barnes experience. Were you there? Um, and if you want to convince uh, Andrew that he's wrong about Juliet mistakenly think... uh, being a thief, that one time she you? was a thief. The rest of the times she was handling things properly. I don't know why you're finding me a stickler on this one. You're the one who's a problem. It's Ethan Runt. Ethan Runt is where you can tell me I am the smart one. And uh, if you've got any ideas for me to convince Andrew um, that he's wrong, uh, at movie underscore mad. Let's set up our own nail polish shop. (laughs) But until then, enough naps. Time to get some work done. Who's on the show tonight? That's for me to know and you to find out. I don't like doing this. Just just tell me who I'm stocking beer for. People. And animals. But we'll talk about that later. You're okay with bears, right? Oh, I'm fine. You'll be fine. I love bears. Yeah. So my profile.